it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good evening and welcome to Sports Unplugged on this beautiful Friday evening where it's a bit, of bree- bit breezy outside, a little bit of drizzle in the air. It's Baltic and it's horrible today. Uh, we're sat here with uh, Chris and Luke. Luke is making his debut tonight and I'll tell you what, Luke knows his stuff when it comes to MMA, boxing, WWE, any alphabet soup wrestling organization you want to talk about. Luke knows his, his stuff. And just wanted to say welcome to you, Luke. How are you? Uh, I'm great, thank you. Thank you for letting me come on. My, uh, uh, my pleasure. Yeah. He's a big uh, red as well. That's also he a is a yeah. massive red as well. Yeah, so. massive Liverpool fan as well. So yeah, that's always good. Bonus. <laughs> uh, in the chat, if you could do the usual stuff to like and subscribe, that would be amazingly helpful to us. And we're just going to get straight stuck into it, Luke. Uh, last weekend, UFC two seven one, big main events. But how did you find the card in total? How did you find the um, the the show? You know, the was it what you were expecting? Uh, the main event was exactly what I was expecting. It wasn't going to be the same as the first fight. I didn't think that there was going to be a, a finish. It went distance, like I predicted. Um, the scoring was. I'd say 4-1 Adesanya was the way I scored it, but there was loads of, con- well, I'd say controversy online saying that Whitaker should have won the belt, but after rewatching the fight again, he didn't really do enough to win it. Like, it's all good taking Adesanya down, but he just popped 
straight back up. So yeah. it's not like he did anything to win. I think he he even said that he just wanted to do enough to to just outpoint him, which is when you're going for the title, you can't really just expect to go and outpoint someone. I think he unless you're going to dominate in the Darren yeah. Till fight when he just about beat him. He said. Yeah, just got that final takedown in the last round, and that was enough to just to uh, to win over the judges. And yeah. he's talking about a trilogy. I don't particularly want to see it. I don't think the fans particularly want to see it. No, so. but it's one of those fights. It's one of those divisions. Actually, there is some talent in there. Cannoneer is there. Um, yeah. There's a few others as well. But I mean, it's one of those May divisions that he hasn't got a direct rival that you think. Yeah. And it, there's no one out there that's going to scare Addison. Yeah. He went up in weight to light heavyweight, didn't he? To yeah. Test himself. And it didn't work out, but at, I think it's middleweight. He's at, isn't it? Yeah. He's just supreme. You know, he's six foot four. He makes the weight. That was my big thing with him. I thought going up to light heavyweight, it's at, at his size and his height. Would he be able to come back down and make weight? And be competitive at the weight again, and he he was he, he, you know, Whitaker got him down multiple times, took him to the ground yeah. multiple times, but he was never able to control him while he was there, and that you know, for all the point scoring that you see in UFC, it's it's octagon control, yeah, is one of the main ones, and if you don't have that, you can take someone down and they pop back up. There's no point scoring for that really. I you think know, the closest just, he got was though it, uh, in the wrestling was. The fifth round when he was on his back and uh, trying to get that rear naked choke, but he was never close to uh, to getting it. And I think when Adesanya went up to light heavyweight, he didn't actually go up in weight. He just fought at his walk around weight, which was around 200 pounds, which, which didn't make sense to me. Like if he's going to do it, he needs to do it properly. Spend some time away, build up the muscle mass, uh, to build up the muscle mass to, uh, to properly compete. But at, at middleweight, it's a better division as well. Yeah, you know, middleweight, livelier division. It's like at it's like at middleweight, he's got Cannonier next. Yeah, when I I do expect him to 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 beat Cannonier, but when you look at the other people, he's not fought. Sean Strickland, Jack Hermanson had the main event the week before. That was poor. I didn't even stay up to watch it. I watched the highlights, <laughs> and that oh, was that's like never, that's never a good sign. Uh, bonkers like in the not- chat there talking about Tai Tuivana. That I was expecting, I didn't know what I was expecting in that fight. It was, and that I suppose that's the beauty of the heavyweights is you don't know what you're going to get, yeah. especially when you come down from the top two. Because I think the top two are elite, you know, yeah. they're, they're far and away better than the rest, but the rest are pretty good amongst themselves. I mean, he looks next for Nganu. Um, they need to build up the uh, a Gan fight for yeah. they can't go straight back to that. They need to build that up and go again. But Tuivasa would be an interesting one. You know, he's, heavyweight... he's, he's not a small guy. No, I think the heavyweight division is interesting because Engano's had surgery on his knees, so he's out for a year minimum. Yeah. So you're left with putting an interim he... title. Um, fight on. Didn't he fight with a torn ACL and MCL? Yeah, just, so know, basically just, just blew his knee out three weeks before. And, 
and still force, which is just and, scary. And still so that was so, why he had the bandages on his knees that night. Yeah, yeah. He, he said it when he finished. He said, "I've got a, a partial tear in the ace, and I'll, I'll snap my MCL." I did it three weeks which ago. Is incredible, but I, I feel like the UFC want to do Stipe John Jones for the interim title, but Stipe, I don't know what he's done. John Jones, yeah, yeah. You don't know. He doesn't. He talks a big game, but he, it's two years he, since he last fought. He also talks a bit to like trouble. time to put up yeah. or shut up. He also talks, John, um, John Jones would be great if he has a roast beef dinner. He likes that. He likes his uh, meat from certain areas of the of the world. He's a, help him out as he goes. Yeah, I think he weighs like two hundred and seventy five pounds. Like that's the weight he wants to get to. Then cut down to heavyweight, which makes no sense. No, he's no also sense. his own worst enemy from what from what I've read read around yeah. him. You know, he's he's a controversial character at the best. It's probably the politest way of putting it. <laughs> you know, um, somebody wins titles and gets gets them stripped off him very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, know, Steve. Nice one. <laughs> Evening, Reds. Luke having a chat with his two dads. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to age me there. Huh? Yeah, but... that's, uh, uh, older brother. I'm not sick in dad. Uh, Barry, probably am I suggesting he he takes pets? Uh, Google is your friend. It's been Let's done. It it's been done for it. So yeah, yeah. Google yeah. is your friend. That's why he's been stripped of titles for failing yeah. drugs tests. Yeah, um, yeah. But, he's but got two he's had issues. What, what a knockout! What a knockout! Mm. I just yeah. feel sorry for Derek Lewis because that's the second time he's fought in his hometown, and that's the second time it's been stopped. So if the UFC ever ring. To ask fancy fighting in Houston, he should just go. Nah, not for me. I don't no, fancy I'll getting knocked out yeah. again. Put him, put him in New as, York. Put him in Vegas. As in, I only got one fight left on his deal. Or was that was that last fight? His like, technical uh, last I of his deal. I think he's got a champion's cause which extends. Um, I think if he lost, he would have been out of contract. But since he won, he's got mm. an extra fight left. But the U- but if you win the UFC, just need to pay him a bit more. I think he'll be yeah, happy. But- I mean, what were the numbers? When you look at the numbers for what we're expecting Can Brook to be tomorrow night and what Nganu would have earned from that Jan fight off the top of your head, have you ballpark figures? Uh, I think Gan, uh no, I think Nganu got 600,000. Like, that was his pay for that fight, <laughs> which is ridiculous compared to what Khan and Brook are probably going to make. That's obviously like argument. Five million each. Like they, that's that's the they're, they're going to have a massive retirement payday compared to arguably the baddest man on the planet. Just getting yeah. that, that's the big that's the big um, discrepancy at the moment with USC is um, what they pay the fighters, especially the yeah. the big the big marquee fighters. Unless you're McGregor, who can mm. go look at the pay per views. I've been mean, practically the top five pay per views are all McGregor, so he can walk around and go, yeah, I want. X X amount, and the rest of the fighters are, are just fighting for scraps. Yeah. Mm. Well, USC two seven two coming up at the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas is Kobe Coving- Kobe Covington against Mastaval. Yeah. It's in March fifth. It's a, it's a way off, but it's definitely one to look forward to because these two were best buds who really really taken it have taken it intense dislike to each other and it's not made up these two have fallen out in the biggest way possible and how are you how do you how are you are you looking forward to it 
Uh, the matchup on paper, you should be looking forward to. But I feel like this is going to be so one-sided because this fight is around three years too late because this is a Jorge Masvidal that's just been brutally knocked out. This is not the one when he was going on that streak, beat Darren Till, then knocked out Ben Askren, then beat Nate Diaz. This is a one that's on two consecutive losses, just got finished. And I just feel like it's going to be fairly one-sided, I think. It's not going to be as close as what people think. I know people want Matt Covington needs this. He needs needs a, a win and a performance. Yeah, if he no, finishes, is about capable of spoiling the fight for him? I don't know. If he can keep it on his feet, then he's got as good a chance as any. But I feel like Covington's just better. He's a better wrestler than Masvidal. And if he takes anything from the first um, Usman Masvidal, just you take down Masvidal and you just negate everything he's good at. So it could potentially be a very one-sided main event. Mm. I mean, look, I, I'm looking forward to it because I think the build-up to it is going to be crazy. Oh, yeah, the press conference you know, it, is going money. Yeah, it is. It is. I think Covington just draws. Uh, is the, the character he's built up for himself draws. And he, UFC need him. You know, yeah. They need characters like him to build around. I mean, Chris, tomorrow night... Um, Amir Khan, Kelbrook. Yeah, Sky have done their utmost to build this fight into a supreme event. And what do you think of it? I mean, what do you think of the two fighters first and foremost? But both passed the best. Should have happened years ago. Got very little interest in it when they were both at the peak and when they were, were still. You know, bigger bigger names what they are now. It would have been a great fight, but I, I'm not being funny. Like, I just it's like it's just a payday. You know, yeah. I ain't paying twenty quid to watch two pa- well well pasted boxes. You know, knock each other out. I just I don't see the appeal. If I could find it for not for nothing, I might watch it. But I, I'm just like I, I won't waste twenty quid on it. You know, I think Brooke will win because I think Khan's more likely to get knocked out, but. I just think it'd be a dog of a fight. I just don't think it'll be that good. You know, I'm sorry to put it down on it. Just <laughs> I saw it, I thought, not for me. That's not for me. That I one. can't agree with Chris Moore. This fight is 10 years too late. This is a fighter with no chin in Khan. And this is a fighter that is near enough got one eye in Kelbrook. This is one massive payday for both of them. I just think even if one of them wins, like it's not going to accelerate them to the world title picture because both of their last fights have come losses to arguably the two best fighters in their division. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to go back up and fight Crawford or Spence. This yeah. is... Put it way, Kev. I think I'd rather watch, I think I'd rather watch Formula One reruns. <laughs> That's my uh, guy. Uh, and you know, <laughs> as Laura Duff goes, that, it pains me to even say that. Yeah. To so it's, that's how uninteresting I find this. I'm it's, just like, it's such a shame because I, I watched both their careers. Um, can from the Olympics onto what he's done as a pro. He's 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 been a very good boxer. You know, a very good fighter. 
who at his level was very, very good. But I don't think he ever recovered from his he, that first brutal knockout he got. I don't think he ever quite greatest press cut. I don't think he ever quite bounced I think back from that the that way he knocked the he steam out, that knocked the stuffing out of him. And Danny Garcia, they underrated Danny Garcia in a big way. And Garcia went on to have a phenomenal career in his own right. But then when he started mixing it with the, the true cream, you know, it's um, it it shows the level. I mean, this is a good British fight. It's a good mm. British fight for bragging rights. Yeah. You know, is it worth probably it's not for me, it's not worth paying for. It, it's a shocking yeah. fight to pay for. But it's um, the best thing you could have done with that fight would have been if you'd have got um, oh, the, 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 what's his name now? The British fight everyone wants. Fucking two heavyweights got up my head. The both of them got up my head. Now. Oh, Fury and F- Fury and AJ. If he, yeah, if that was on the, if that was like the undercard before, if it was it, the undercard to that kind of fight. It would. I think be everyone more. would go. Oh, a good nostalgia fight, which will still do yeah. big numbers. That probably bigger numbers because people want to yeah. see the other one, and then the big fight you all want to see. You probably then go yeah. watch it. Then you go like, oh, at least that's something interesting. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's just it. a shame as a headline because... as a headline fight. It just doesn't do it to me. Yeah, I, I looked at the card. The rest of the card. I mean, you've got Fraser Clark is making his uh, professional debut, Olympic bronze medalist, heavyweight. Um, and the guy got a really bad cut eye. Yeah, but he, he's one to watch for the future. Mm. But. And um, Natasha Jonas is fighting as the chief support fight for this. But in fairness, it's I think it's a weak card for twenty four ninety five in the UK or whatever it is. You know, it's thirty euro over here. Oh, it's too, yeah, uh, it's, it's twenty million. Yeah. So Ian Barron in the uh, chats said it should be on ITV four. Yeah, yeah. Barry Devney asks when's Katie Taylor's next fight? That should be a blockbuster. Katie Taylor, I think usually they try to. Put her fights on in or around St. Patrick's weekend. And I think her next fight is in New York. Don't quote me on it. But Wish I think it's it a big rounds. one. Uh, no, three three minute rounds. Three minute rounds. Is it going? They're going to do it over three minute rounds. I hope so. Because it would I be amazing like if they did. Needed to progress women's boxing is they finally move it from two minutes to three minutes. Yeah. And even just a little bit more as well. It would. I think what you find is the better fighters would be able to build attacks and build and sustain pressure. Whereas two minute rounds is everything's a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. You stop and then it's a hundred miles an hour again. You don't get to see the quality shining through. But it's, there are some really good women fighters out there at the minute. The best knowledge uh, I can give for it. It's a bit like making women's boxing a bit like T Twenty cricket. Yeah. Yeah. You're not uh, far off. Which is probably it doesn't help anyone. It makes it, in some ways it makes it exciting, but it doesn't allow the best fight, fighters like Kate to show off the skill set. Yeah. And show Kate Taylor you know, probably needs three minute rounds because she'd probably have more knockouts on her record. Yeah, she if would. There was three minute rounds. Yeah, she's so accurate with her punching, but she's not concussive. She's never been a concussive puncher, but she's so accurate that if she had three minute rounds four or five rounds of that would break up the vast majority of fighters. And uh, 
St. Paddy's Day in New York, there's no one sober guaranteed. Yeah, you're not wrong. St. Paddy's Day anywhere this time. This year, this time around, with all the parades and everything open back up, man, St. Paddy's Day is going to be epic, especially as our fixture for, with Arsenal has been rearranged for, I think, the 15th of March? Or the uh, 16th yeah. of March? Yeah, 15th of March. The, the, Wednesday, the Wednesday before we play. You Wednesday know, the 13th. I think it's the 13th because yeah, I saw Arsenal fans moaning that they've got to play three three games in a week. So I'm complaining about having no games to play to not having three in yeah, the week. Yeah, because we've I got an extra bank holiday that weekend. Or that the St. Paddy's Day, St. Patrick's Day is going to be two two day bank holiday. Oh, nice. So, and the Arsenal game is the night before that starts. So, that's going to kick off the celebrations for us. Here we go. Uh, Ian Barron, uh, hi guys, I'm a Donaldson FC fan. We were made bankrupt in 2011, reformed in 2012, demoted four leagues, and we are currently fan-owned of the National League North. We have three promotions to date, which is cool, cool to see. In fairness to him, he's just, he's also just said he's just subscribed as well, so thanks for Well done, you. thank you very much for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we do try and get more fans from other clubs to come on this show, because um, look, we will talk about Liverpool, because that's kind of what we do, but we do yeah. try and do other sports and try and talk around other clubs. We try not making mm. too Liverpool centric. Well, uh, well, just the reclaimer there asking about the Super Bowl. Did you guys stay up to watch it? I'll be honest. I fell. Asleep. No. I, I saw the first quarter. and I fell asleep. Uh, so I've seen. I've basically got it on record to try and watch it this week. I actually know the score, but I will sit sit and watch it. I didn't watch half, it. I've seen the well, halftime show uh, about two hours ago. Uh, no, I've watched the trailers for the for some of the Marvel stuff that was shown, <laughs> and that was it. Because that was the night after UFC, and I stayed up all night, and I stayed yeah, up all day. you didn't watch day. long, didn't you, on your channel? Uh, yeah, and then I stayed up, because usually I'd go to sleep after the watch long, but I went out to walk my dog in the morning, Now I just didn't go to sleep till then, until the next night, and there was no way I was doing back-to-back staying up, so... Oh, no, to be that young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. Uh, should we talk about bet, mate? Yeah. Which is a bit different this week, so... In our chat, uh, Gav asked asked in, the, in our Telegram chat, um, right, first person who puts around up can pick pick the team. So Daniel Dawson has picked the team. So the team we've got is based on all the three o'clock kickoffs uh, for Saturday. So he had to pick max two players from, from any club. So the team we've got for is we've got Mendy in goal, back two of Gabriel from Arsenal and Van Dijk, midfield of Eze of Crystal Palace, Coutinho, who's also vice captain, and then up front he's got Salah as captain and as uh, Zaha. Then the bench we've got Martinez from Villa, Salouis, Salouis, I can never say his name. I always get his name wrong. I'm really sorry. And then, which I think is a sensible backup midfielder, is Jorginho, because Eze's a bit. I would say Eze's touch and go because they take. He's doesn't start every week, so at least if Eze doesn't I, I start... I would you... him out for Michael Elise for Palace, because he's probably mm. going to start. Yeah, but I think, the thing is, I think Michael Elise would have been reg- is registered in the game as a forward. Yes. Ah, so, right. I think you'd have had to pick... Um, you have to pick a midfielder in certain positions, so I can understand why the he be- went that way. Yeah, the benefit of the Jorginho, if he has to get put instead of Eze, so say, say Eze doesn't start, Jorginho starts, says, Jorginho could do a bit like the... F- Fabinho points covering, yeah, because it, it, you know, because you get lots of points in bet, bet mate for 
interceptions and tackles, which yeah. Gene does a lot of. Plus he scores the penalties, so as and well. takes the penalties. Whereas Eze yeah. will get more of the the flair points, so you'll get like you know, the number of passes he gets, the interceptions, and the shots on goal. So you know it's either or. And then Dennis from Watford as as the backup striker if one of the other two lads don't start. Much. I mean, Dennis is in a pretty good vein of form. So yeah. if it was me. The only thing I will probably change is that I may have started Jorginho over Eze, but it's kind of a flip for Coy, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. The rest of that, I was like, yeah, probably, probably. I, I would have probably, picked. I would have probably taken the uh, Southampton striker, Borja. Uh, oh yeah, I I might have gone yeah. for him over Will Zaha. Yeah, I mean, plus they are playing Everton, so you know. Well, or <laughs> in, in fairness, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Wouldn't have been a bad shout yeah, if he's fit. You if know, he's if fit, I, that's it. Hasn't he broke his toe again? He leaves track. He's becoming a um, Gary Lineker. He's breaking his yeah. toe. So with this he's one, um, if we finish fifth, you know, fingers crossed. Twenty <laughs> minimum twenty quid in the pot. Then so you know. So We've got to start uh, getting. Not 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 to point blame uh, uh, you. Uh, well, you can. Kev. Well. I might just do it anyway. Who picked, who, <laughs> but the, we, we were shite on, on the Wednesday one. The Wednesday night, I had nothing. I bear no responsibility here whatsoever yeah. for that. Wednesday, I, think <laughs> I think the Wednesday one we finished forty third, and the bottom was forty four. <laughs> so we didn't even. Well. In fairness, so far, mate, uh, you and me have got the best score. I mean, we still didn't win yeah, the one. The only way is up for that. I'm, I think. I know, but hey, listen, it's it's all a bit of fun, but. <laughs> Jonathan, there. Watford hasn't scored since Hudson game. Oh, he's really? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh. The right. not work. That algorithm's not working yet. But it leads nicely onto if we do win some points, which fingers crossed we will. Um, we can then whatever we do, we do when we are going to do, we will be donating to our charity, which will be Failacon. Yeah. And look. The link to Failicon is in the chat description below. You all, you guys all in the chat all know about Failicon by now. It's also on our website, lfcdt.com, and the show's Insta and Twitter pages pin tweet. We all we ask is if you can if you don't if you could donate, fantastic. If you can't, share us, share it into your WhatsApp groups, onto your Facebook feed, Twitter feed, and just get the word out that way. The we're a fifth of the way there towards our target. We've got a few months left to go, so all the shares, it does make a difference. We'd really appreciate it. Um, let's get into the Premier League, guys, because there's, and then we'll do, there's some and then decent we'll, games this weekend. Then we'll do the yeah. wrestling. We can have a laugh yeah. at the wrestling as well after that. So, did you want to do first? Should do the well, early kickoff? Start at the start, yeah. West Ham, Newcastle. Um, Big blow for Newcastle, though. Trippier, he's had the yes. operation on his... Fifth metatarsal and one of the twist cans I've he's pretty good on giving you like a diagnostics and injuries, you know, medically how long it take. The same eight plus weeks said he's touch and go whether he'll play again this year. Wasn't that the same injury that Rooney had? Possibly, yeah. So it was Rooney or Beckham. It was one of the I think they both had it. I think Uh, so. Yeah, so I think the touch I think he's touch and go now if he'll play again this season, which is a blow for Newcastle because he's been a big catalyst for them. Getting three wins in the bounce, you know. Yeah. Scored two free kicks as well, and you know, he's Trippy is a really good player. I mean, he won the won La Liga as well. So that's a blow for them because that does it just changed the dynamic. Because Mankio, he's a solid fullback. He ain't Kieran Trippier, so that is going to change their dynamic of how they attack. Uh, and West Ham, 
they're in and around the top four. Yeah. And the, the yeah. do like like all these ones of the top four, but they're doing the best to give it away. Uh, <laughs> West, Ham, West Ham have just got gone a little bit off the boil. Uh, I think that might be just, team they were. just losing a bit of steam. I think, I think no so, signings yeah. in January, I think that's going to hamper them. And the concern for them is they probably needed to stay forth with a bit of a cushion because they are going to start playing because they've got Europe kicking in soon. You've got the got Europe and I feel like that kicking in. So that's that's a, a thing. Part of me wants West Ham to go get it just because I, I quite like to just see somebody else in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite nice. And I sort of look at the others going, yeah, them, I'm like, them are Wolves. Don't like Man United. Not really fussed on the, on the London side. So in a nice plus way, I'll, I'll take, I'll, you know, Wolves or West Ham for, would do all right for me. Plus, well, you know, be every day. But Newcastle I, have been in a bit of form. But yeah. without Trippier, you know, they're going to be reverting back. And they don't necessarily travel to, they've never really travelled well, uh, let alone travelling to London well. Um, I've got them down for two, I've got West Ham down for 2 0 win. Um, I've, got, I've got an optimistic 2 1 to West Ham. I'm going 2 1 as well. Yeah, just, it's just it'll depend on how West Ham handle the Europa League games. It's no uh, Zuma as well. When, when I don't know what's really going on with him, but I don't um, imagine um, him playing at all. No, uh, and Laura said oh, Mankiewicz out as well. Oh, so, so that'll be that's Emil Kraft at right back, or maybe Jacob Murphy. Might the reason I said two, the reason I said two one is um, Diop's played in replacement of Zuma, and he he just looks he just looks really off full Diop, but he hasn't played much, so. Yeah, it's I mean, the thing is, I think there's goals on the West Ham side. It'll depend on yeah, Bowen's you know, Maggie's Bowen is Bowen is on fire at the moment. Yeah, eight Bowen goals, eight assists. The season yeah. in the Prem. God, John, 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 the whole of social media lost a lost their shit when he was linked link with Liverpool. Maybe it wasn't such a bad link after That's all. Changed now. Mm. Anthony's been the player link though uh, recently. I like. I wasn't. I do like him. Uh, me and Kev took. Me and Kev talked about him in the summer as a. A one to watch. We thought he'd look quite good yeah. for Ajax, and he's he's done well. You know, he's yeah, good I for like Brazil him a lot. Well. Yeah, two goals and seven. I do caps. like him a lot. Well, we do we do like a South American player as well. We, we've got a few of them. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Arsenal, Brentford. Now, uh, is the Arsenal going to go ahead? Because you know it's raining. You know, it's windy. It's raining, windy, wind. Did you see the? Yeah, they might not want to play. Yeah, they might not want to play in that. Ivan Tony's missing for Brentford, and Brentford yeah. to me look like they're in real danger. They're looking like they could do. A, they're like a rock. They're just falling they're and quickly. They just don't look like they could get a result out of anything. But saying that, if you they're, want to try and get a result against a big side, Arsenal mm-hmm. are flaky enough. Doctor yeah. Arsenal, and see you now. I've got to be honest though. I their disciplinary think... record is so bad that you never know with Arsenal who's who's available. <laughs> One is available. And two. Are they going to lead themselves down to ten men? Mm. The other thing I would say with Arsenal is, to be fair, they are fairly good at being flat track buddies at home, and that's a, yeah. I don't mean that as a criticism. You know, the you know bottom half sides at home, Arsenal t- tend to dispatch most most of them, or they find a way. <laughs> you know, which is what you need to, especially if you're going to get in the run for top four. It's kind of what you need to do because yeah. that top four spot for them is open, especially with the games in hand they've got. Yeah, uh, and the games in hand are like against. Uh, Chelsea, Spurs, and Wolves. And so those are their games in hand. So, and I, and I've won against us as well. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. But uh, look, I put three 0 Arsenal because I think Brentford they've just got 
feeling of that Reading side of the uh, early 2000s, the one that yeah. basically were comfortably mid-table, no one talks about Reading, and of course the last game of the season went, shit, Reading got relegated. They just slowly dropped. Yeah. I, I think they'll have just about enough to stay up, but yes. they're, they're making life really difficult themselves. I mean, we'll I see. But know, you know. I think I, I think Arsenal 3-0, I think. I went two, I think Arsenal two, yeah, I went 2-1. Luke? 2-0 uh, Arsenal. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah. Um, I just don't see how... As long as Arsenal turn up, they win. And and they could win handy. They could run out here. You know, but... It's you know you got two London sides playing with each other. I guarantee you, when Brentford came up, there are certain games in the calendar they'd have been the players would have been looking out for, and this is one. You know, so you you hope they can get themselves up for it, but at the same time, I I just don't see it. I think they're they're in a whole world of trouble. Uh, Villa Watford. Hmm. I look. I just I got this two two nil because I I just think. At Watford, their another side can't score, and if you and can't sink- score, you're you're gone. And they're sinking as well. I'm intrigued to see what Villa do in the next four or five games because they need a win. I, I know a lot of people look. There is the clamber for Gerard to be Liverpool manager. I'm a bit resistant to it at the moment. Oh, um, yes, but I but I always said I want to see what he does when he hits a rut of form, which they're, they're in a bit of a bit of a poor poor bit of form. Yeah. This is what you want to see what a manager does. Do does do we do a Brendan Rodgers where they change everything? Yeah. Or does he stick to what he knows? And how does he challenge the players? Because he can't do what he did in Rangers, where he mm-hmm. basically just called cool players out and said, he said, You're all shite. You know, <laughs> and if you if you don't if you don't pull your thing, if you don't pull your finger out, you're out. Yeah, That's but it took him, it took him time to build that Rangers squad, you know, and he yeah. was given given the luxury of time, knowing that it's a it's a two horse race. Yeah, I don't you think you do that tactic with Villa because I don't think that tactic works. Uh, or no. if you're going to do it, you've got to call players out very rarely. So then it has yeah. a big impact. And people go, Jesus Christ, he never does that. Too early in the rain to do that sort of thing. I think Villa win. I do think they'll they'll win comfortably there because I think Watford are dreadful. Yeah, yeah. So I put I put three one uh, mainly because uh, Cons are suspended still. Yeah, with Chambers and Mings at the back. Yeah, so that gives that gives you a, a bit of a chance defensively. They've been poor, but. I just fancy the likes of Ramsey and Coutinho to get goals against Watford. Watford will always give you chances. I like Ramsey. Do like I do. Him. I do. I think he needs another player. season at Villa. Personally, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be looking at him next summer, but the summer after. I hope he doesn't sign an extension to his deal at Villa. Let's put it that way. Whatever contract he's on at the minute, I hope to God that not next summer, but the summer after, he's only got two years left on it. And yeah. then, then you'll Unless- be looking at him. Unless, he's, unless he does a Grealish. Signs an extension with a bit more money, but has, has an agreed buyout clause. Maybe. If, if, a, if, um, Europe, if a European side pays me X amount, hmm. you can go. Or if that goes to Villa, maybe we Harry's get... Harry's talking there, that'd be interesting, because Watkins hasn't done it. Matty Cash 
has not found his form from last season. Mm-hmm. And Douglas Luiz, I think, might be a bit big for his boots, where he's yeah. uh, he was doing okay at the start of the season, and a lot of Villa's problems have come off of him being poor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting, Laura, if it is 2025 and say we go and look at him in the summer of 2024. That would make it yeah. really interesting. The thing is, though, he's a, he's, a, he's a Villa fan, isn't he? He's come, come through the academy as well. Yeah. So it's very, it's, it's like, Saka, it's like, like, I'd like, I like Saka from Arsenal. It'd take a lot to get him out of Arsenal, though. I don't think so. Two years left I, on this deal in, um, in yeah, yeah, South. that's, that's where it's going to help you. Cause, yeah, but it's whether you can play in the heartstrings of, do you want to leave your boyhood club? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I That's, think that um, football fandom leaves players as soon as yeah. they become pros. Mm. Once they've once Which they've made a, once they've been in their first team for a couple of years, I think they stop becoming fans and they become employees, and they will look to maximize their careers. They might love the club. I don't doubt that players love these love the clubs like we love like we love watching Liverpool. But at the same time, if he wants to retire with maybe a League Cup to his name, he stays at Villa. If yeah. he wants to go and challenge for Champions Leagues and win titles and international honours, he moves to a top four club. He does, and the same with Saka, for that matter. Yeah, I see what Steve say. Garusha's a Villa fan. Money beats loads. It it does. But the difference is, Ramsey. How's Ramsey? He's twenty. Yeah, twenty. You know, I think when Al's Grealish mid twenties, isn't he? Twenty five. Yeah, that's, that's why a, I could I could yeah, see easy. Ramsey I could see Ramsey signing the contract to keep him there and then leave when he's twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, which actually is probably a prime. You know, it's probably the age you want to get him. The age would be your next move. I yeah. think. Yeah. I think if you have for two years playing for Villa, hopefully then for Gerard they'll they'll get him into Europe, which I think yeah. is the next level. Well, want to get got, to. I, I I went two 0 Villa. Um, I just three one. Henry VIII. Henry VIII in the house. Uh, Villa's DVG are the best improved team since sacking the manager mid-season, uh, this, in my opinion. I mean, Why? to be fair, Villa, yeah. they play a lot. I know that I've seen the report for they are playing a lot better. Yeah, They are know. playing better, but and he's, it's, and, points and in, it's points on the board. But also, they they're the, not putting points on the board. Gerald's done the thing that the other manager wouldn't do, which is, he's decided Watkins is the man. Yeah, I know. The and then, yeah. if he doesn't, he decides not to, he'll go, right, Ings, you'll start. Watkins, you'll he's, he's Done what everyone said they should have done, which is pick one and the other one's your your, your bench yeah. option. Yeah, which is not I, a bad way, which is not a bad place to be. Having one of them come off the bench, that's kind of the idea of after them. Yeah, they I, just don't no, work as a two. I just think they're playing really attractive football, but they can't defend for shit. And yeah. if you can't that fix that, if you can't fix that, then you've got serious problems. Okay. You know, because they don't score enough to be shit at the back. Did mm-hmm. you know and? They're going to get caught out. They're they're not putting up the kind of numbers or the kind of points that people think they are. They've lost a lot of games and they've mm-hmm. dropped a lot of points, having scored enough goals to win games. So it's not going to beat City last game though, are they? To give the title. It's going to be crucial for Villa, I think, because that because I do believe that Gerard will be looking at that team and going, "Yeah, you're getting replaced. You're getting replaced." I'm looking at Mings. Maybe if Gomez is still unhappy at Liverpool, maybe he goes to Villa. Mm. Um, I do think Villa need the defensive midfielder. Douglas Louise is all right at progressing the ball, but as a as a defensive shield, doesn't really do it for me. And yeah. when there was rumours of him being linked away for thirty million, 
Villa should have snapped to whoever's hand that was. I think he's still looking for his move. Yeah, Louise, I think I think he I think he thinks he's ready for his move and he had, but his form. I think City had like a buyback clause to yeah, him when he went to Villa. City won't yeah. the way they were doing. Well, City aren't stupid. I mean, look, we could all take the mick out of City and the money they have, but to be fair, to them, most of their signings are pretty wise with stuff like this. They're not going to buy someone like him. Like they they don't think he's good enough. They'll they know just turned out Ferran Torres to Barcelona and he's not really pulled up trees, so. Uh, thanks, Eric. Thanks, Very kind of you. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Um, right, let's skim over this one because I think this one's going to be a fucking walkover, to be honest. Brighton, Burnley. I think I've got it down as 2 0. I've got 2 1. Only because their course is apparently fit, which gives them. That gives something. them a chance. But... Him and Corner gives them something, but I still think I think Brighton are too good. The only thing is, Brighton have got. Lewis Dunk could be missing. Lewis Dunk suspended. Lewis Dunk suspended, yeah. And so. they were so unlucky uh, from what I the bits I've watched against United. But they it's, were it's very typical Brighton, isn't it? That's the like story of Brighton's season. Score. Yeah, the XG Kings as they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, my prediction yeah. for Villa Watford is a 3 0 Villa. Sorry, Luke. By the way. Oh, sorry, right. we didn't ask you. Sorry, Luke. My, my bad. <laughs> so, yeah, 3 0 um, Villa. No. Fair, fair enough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more. It's, right. It could be one of those. Um, Palace Chelsea, Chelsea coming back as club world champions. First time they've won it, isn't it? Yeah, first yes. time they've ever won it. And mm. look, I'm not going to knock. I think look, because it's, to get to nice. go and to get to go and play in this competition, you got to win the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. So I also, think, I also think. Uh, well, I could talk from our point of view. We won it. It was nice to actually witness a first. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, because everyone goes like, you know, we've seen the first Premier League title, but for most fans, they're going, well, it's, it's, you know, we've seen a, we've seen eighteen before this, you know, yeah. so we have, to, uh, you know, I've seen us win a few FA Cups, I've been lucky enough to see us win a few European trophies, but the, at least the World Club Challenge, you're going, we've never won it, so when we yeah. won it, it's like it's quite nice to go, well, at least I've seen us win, so that's the first, you know, it's it's one of those things you think you don't see very often, you don't see very often. So with Chelsea fans, um, you know, and Chelsea. Were, well worth the win. It was a dog of a game, like an interesting, yeah. interesting penalty decisions. Because uh, I think the one that won it for Chelsea was soft, but I actually think the one that they conceded was very soft. Yeah, um, but, so the classic VAR situations. But I've got a one-one for this. It'd be interesting because when we came back, we were buzzing off the back of it, you know. Mm. But it was the right time of year for us. We when we came back, we went straight into play Leicester, but we were also dominant. Who are a nice run of form though going into yeah. it? Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea haven't been. Um, they've drawn a lot. They haven't lost many games, but they've drawn a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. I uh, just don't think Palace have enough. Mm. To but Pal- Palace are the, Palace are also the draw kings. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a great place. It's a great ground if they if the fans get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, they, Gallagher they can't play. Against Chelsea, that that's going to be massive. massive. Yeah, I forgot that for my fancy football team, which you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I went for a Chelsea 3 0. I just think Chelsea come back, and I think that while they were away, nobody puts a pressure on run them together. Yeah. No. And they'll they... come back and think we've got away with this and we've got games yeah. in hand, yeah. and we can just put a foot down and get away from this lot and make ourselves safe. 
uh, concentrate on the Champions League again. Uh, Kev Ball says uh, Chelsea are one one win in five. In the yeah, that's it. They've had a horrific January, and, and when you look at I the think fixtures, they come back better for but it. But when you look at the fixtures, the lost there's only a couple. You know, City aside, yeah, the game you have to win. And beat Spurs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So there, were, there were games you'd expect them to to win, really. So you know, well, we got Norwich at home. 3 p.m. kickoff. This is what I mean. There's a load of 3 p.m.s tomorrow. Six 3 p.m. kickoffs tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we've got Norwich at home, and are you expecting changes? Yeah, I hope so. I've one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. I've got eight from the the midweek game. Ooh. I don't have Luke. Any. I can see. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he'll do eight, but I could make an argument for eight changes, and it still I, looks a strong side. I think he does four. I think there's no Jota, so I expect Firmino to play. I hope Diaz plays instead yeah. of Mane. Well, should we, Maybe Casting. Yeah, and then yeah. I imagine Cater will come now, in. I think Allison will start, but there is a feeling in me that goes he might throw Kelleher in. Because Keller has not played since the Arsenal game, and, look, and he's got get ready for. He's going to play in the cup final. So, do you really want to throw a keeper who's not played for five, for a few weeks? You know, because even if um, Chelsea go with Kepper, which I think they might do instead of Mendy, Kepper's played a lot of games because of Mendy yeah. being away in the Afcon. So, this if you can't if you can't afford to throw Keller in against Norwich, when can you throw him in? And to be fair, we threw him in away at Stamford Bridge and he played well. So, yeah, that could be yeah. an argument. Uh, I think you see Milner at right back because you've got to rest Trent at some point and I don't think yeah. you want to rest Trent against Leeds. Agreed. Uh, I think Matip and Van Dijk will be your two um, yeah. and then I think Simicast will get a run out. Yeah. Then. And then I, I, think a full mid, I think a full midfield change. I think he goes Henderson in the six, Cater and Jones. Okay. okay. And, and then front. Salah, Bobby and Diaz and Salah basically because if you try and rest him he'll kill you. So... <laughs> Yeah, he's just got that. You just sell Salah's just got that look. It's nothing to do with contractor. If you rest <laughs> him, it's it's like the worst thing he could ever do. He's just one. He's lucky. He's just a player. He's one of those players that he just I think he might be rested. I think if he scores today, I think he gets his hundred and fiftieth Liverpool goal. I think, and he want to do that at home. Now it might be that Klopp says to him, "That's fine. Well, you can play. You can try and get hundred fifty. You're only getting an hour." Yeah, which might put a bit of pro- nice, for but I, I want Diaz to start. I, I want to see what he can. I want to see him again because look, yeah, every time he's gone, he just he does. He just gets. He hasn't done anything spectacular yet, but I keep looking. Think everybody gets the ball. You're on the edge of your seat, thinking something's going to happen. It. He just gives you that feeling. He's going to do it. I think maybe because he's a new player and he, he's just a bit more direct, mm. you know. But his link play is really good. So, and for me, they just need to find a bit of form. Listen, it, yeah, great header, you know. I've been joking, winding Callum up from Coppish, saying it was actually a flick on. He just, he just, uh, like his passing, <laughs> got it, like his passing, he got it wrong, and it went in goal. He's actually trying to flick it onto someone. Yeah, it's a great goal, <laughs> but, <laughs> but jokes aside, uh, one thing Firmino's developed in his game, which is a real pain in the arse, is he's given the ball away, which is setting yeah. up attacks. Firmino never gave the ball away. That was that was one thing he was. You could criticize for his goal scoring and you're not scoring enough at home. If you give him the ball, you could never get it off him. He'd protect it so well. And he's just got, he seems to have lost that edge of, you know, keeping the balls, you know, giving silly free kicks, silly fouls away. You know, he, he was setting up some great attacks for Inter at times, which was yeah. highly annoying. Luke, what would you start with? I'd probably go Alisson in goal. 
Bro- oh, it's that Milner or Trent or maybe Gomez, but Gomez, yeah. Uh, I don't know about Gomez, so I'll probably go Milner just like Chris. I probably agree with the back four as well. Um, I think it'll be Milner. No, no, not Milner. It'll be Henderson in the six, Cater. I think Oxay Chamberlain. Mm. And then I, I must think admit, it'll be. I'm not. I'm not a fan of Cater and Ox in the same midfield. Yeah, I know. But I'm just thinking. Last last time I saw it was well Brighton at home, wasn't it? And it was. Oh god, it, yeah. It, it, it didn't yeah. work. Norwich are missing some key players. Um, I don't. Oh, know, yeah, I might just pick the same team as you. Yeah, yeah. Krul, Rob, and Adair are all out. Uh, Kapak is back from illness. So. Yeah, Adamida is. Uh, it's a real shame because um, he's playing well. He's playing well, and from an Irish point of view, we need him. Yeah, you know, we need him to 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 start to show what we think he's capable of, and he's been he's been doing really well. But I'd go. My lineup would be Allison, Trent, Matip, Kanate, Simicas. I got okay. Fabinho, Jones, and Naby, and then I go with Salah, Sadio, and Diaz up front. Okay, I play Sadio through the middle. Which he's done before, and he, he does it, and he I does think it he well. Needs a bit of a rest, personally. See, I don't. Uh, the reason why I don't is, I think these guys thrive on games. Remember, this is mm. the same Sadio who came back off of, uh, I think it was an Afcon in the summer, <laughs> a tournament in the summer with two weeks break, and went straight into preseason game. You know, yes. the guy, the guy just loves to play and I think I don't know I just think if you're going to rest Virgil and I think Virgil needs to be and it wouldn't be a bad idea to take him out mm. if you're going to do it you either do it in this game or guaranteed he's going to rest him in the FA Cup game but I wouldn't mind seeing him have a little break yeah I think because might, I think- need to go strong yeah I think it's the FA Cup game when he rests Virgil I, I, I agree with what you're saying because he's yeah. You know, he needs a. It's no harm, and if you can't take him out of a game, and you can't trust Matip and Kanate against mm-hmm. the Norwich, then they're but, not as good as we think they're. Yeah, but as Klopp would say, he's in a lovely rhythm at the moment, and he he he's getting very he's getting closer and closer to yeah pre 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 injury Virgil because he had that nonchalance about him. Uh, where well, he asked her about what's the obsession with resting players? It's not resting them; it's rotating them. Just rotating players. You've got, fresh. If you got you've a big, got a, if you've got a big you've squad, you got yeah. you got to use them. Otherwise, you end up in the um, Aspas situation where you've got a lad who's not played for barely played six months, and you throw him into a game. Going, go on, lad, when is the game? And yeah, know. see, Henry the Eighth, Harvey deserves a run out. Needs an easy game after Inter. Look, I think the Inter game showed how his match sharpness is nowhere near the level. Yeah, and he probably needs to be... He, Harvey himself level. wants it to be at. I, th- I think we need to manage him like Guardiola managed Foden. I'm not saying the same player. But there's loads of times where Foden would get a couple of games and he'd disappear for two or three games. Get a couple of, and it, it was to keep the edge and the hunger in him. But also yeah. we could learn off it. So... He'll go away and think about what he did well at Inter. So he has the high of playing against Inter, but then he go away what he needs to what he needs to learn and what he needs to focus on. And they'll say, watch the Norwich game. And then he wouldn't surprise they throw him in against Leeds. Because Klopp likes a redemption story. So you're playing against a club where you got your injury, you know, yeah. that sort of thing will do him good. And remember, he's still coming back from a horrific injury. So yeah. you can't backload him back to back to back this early. You've got to 
But uh, listen, if he starts, I'm not going to lose. Not going to lose any sleep over. Yeah, he's, a good, think, he's a good player. I think we've we've pretty much got three games a week for this foreseeable now. Yeah, yeah. You know, until the end of March. Until the well, actually, you know what, I think pretty much not to the end of the season. It's going to be three games yeah, a week. Because especially if we go through. I mean, we're talking about playing United after the Arsenal game. If it, assuming we beat Norwich, the United game is getting bumped because that's the FA Cup. Yeah, weekend, that's, that's like. Cup weekend. Yeah. So, you know, so again, that's a another th- three three games a week that's going to get kicked further down the uh, the road. Further so down the line. I just think that you've got a big squad. You've got one. We've got one injury, you know, and we mm. hope that that's nothing serious. But yeah, we're hoping so, aren't we? We're hoping because this is where I think the Premier League have missed a trick. Where we saw it in the Champions League with the five sub rule. We saw it. Oh no. We see it in the domestic cups that with the five sub rule, it gives see, you so many more options that you, see it you can. You see it in other leagues as well. Yeah, yeah, you see it across Europe and France. Apart from but, this one. But we are accused of being big club bias because it helps us more, allegedly. Because, because Sean Dyche moans that the top clubs would you know, it's get the advantage. Uh, Sean Dyche, I think, recently has sort of changed his tune, saying we can't run these players into the ground. We've got to be <laughs> protecting our players. He knows he's, he's about to it, go down, that's why. Because he's, because he's now realised, shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a, but the difference is, I think the problem Sean Dyche says is, his fourth and fifth sub will be two kids. Yeah. Yeah. Which isn't ideal, but then the long term. Fe- but also, long term future of the club, if they're good enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's two assets you found. I mean, listen, some of our biggest assets at the moment are Trent, came through the academy, got dropped in when we in Old Trafford. Elliot, youngster, you know, we've done that with. And Jones, as much as he gets yeah. slagged off, is a good, is a still a good squad option. You know, they can save you a fortune or allow you to spend your money somewhere else. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can have Jones going, I'll be your seventh choice midfielder. Great. That's money. We don't need to buy a seventh choice midfielder. We'll go and get the money for somewhere else. You know, Luis Diaz. That's kind of the benefit of it. So, yeah. Look, we'll I think, I think, I honestly believe that the five subs is going to stay. Uh, yeah. It's got to be, it's, it was brought in for the right reasons around mm-hmm. COVID, but I honestly think it's going to be one of those things that it's adopted by FIFA and UEFA throughout football, Bex- and it Bex- will just become the norm. Making that inter game, Christ Almighty! That, thank God we had five. So yeah, thank God. Yeah, that, that triple sub was exactly what we needed at the right time. Yeah, it, and the it, difference in the squads that we were able to make the changes and Inter for how well they played, and I thought they were really good. Um. They couldn't do anything off the bench. But no. look, how, how do you see it going? And give me your scorers. Ooh, I think it's. I don't think it's going to be a walkover like people think. I think this might be similar to the City Norwich game. I think Norwich are gonna what four now? Give it a go. But once we get the first goal, I reckon the floodgates will open. So I'm going to go three 0 Liverpool. I think Liverpool need to be wary of that goal difference between us and mm. City as well. I think uh, it's plus five at the moment. So I think Liverpool need to have one eye on making sure that we reduce that gap. Yeah, but look, City have got a hard game. Uh, g- oh, sorry, no, they've got Tottenham. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Tottenham at the end, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> what are you going to say, Kev? Coming in. Um, I, I said 3-0 as well. Um, I think Salah gets a hat-trick tomorrow. Okay. 
I think he's chomping at a bit and he just needs something to go for him. Well, I can't say the same as you because we get accused of copying each other. Yeah, I said the same as Luke, so... Uh, <laughs> I'll go four yeah. then. I'll say Keita, Diaz. So you're going to say you just and saw a Kevin double. Ball. And, and, and a salad double. Yeah, yeah, I just saw Kevin, Kevin Ball's comment there and just decided, yeah, Kevin's usually right. Well, he said, he said, well, he said he's got Diaz hat-trick. I've gone... Just one for Diaz, two for Salah. I've got Diaz to score tomorrow. I think he'll get his first goal. I oh, think he'll get it, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'd like to see that. I like to Although see I, that. I have jokingly said to people that uh, Diaz will score his first goal, he'll be the winner in, in the cup final, which would be quite nice. Be nice for one. Hey, I'll take that as well. I'll take that as well. Yeah. The first time ever I've got a prediction right, but you know, we'll go, we'll take that if it comes. Well, it's 3 p.m. It's a live game on Premier Sport over here. Thank God. <sighs> So I'm not going to have to go hunting for streams or anything. But the post-match will be here, myself and Gav, after, straight after the um, the game tomorrow. So I hope you all can join us for that. Um, we'll talk about Everton. Come on. we talk about Everton, do we? Look, Everton, yeah. Everton's oh, on. So, uh, so Everton go down to Southampton, to St. Mary's. Who had, let's be honest, for Everton. Uh, jokes aside, that lead was a big was a big result for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a bit of a fan of that Lampard appointment, though. Not a fan. No, but who, who cares? Not a job based on um, his name. Not very much. I don't think he's a great manager at all. No, I don't. No, I look. I don't, I don't see him long term. Then he'll be out within eighteen months. The second he goes like five defeats in in a row, the Everton's will go. Five? He's not an Everton five? man. He doesn't know anything about the club. Christy, yeah, do, do, you're so, giving so, them a lot more credit than I would. So I reckon uh, they'll turn on him in three. Three. So, <laughs> so let's all look. I mean, so, in fairness, the, I mean the big loss for Everton is Yeri Mean is the big loss for them. Yeah. Uh, I think Coleman's is Coleman still out as well. I mean, I know he's new in the job, but he wasn't very flattering, Frank, about the options he had to bring in. I think I had to describe Kenny said, "Oh, yeah, Ken, we brought him because he he was what we had." Which it's but Patterson on the bench though that's got signed in January. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't, qu- I didn't want to question that bit, but it's more like, I mean, it's not exactly building the lad up saying we put him on because he was the one we had. It doesn't exactly. <laughs> it I doesn't strike to of like learn how to talk to players again after that something that he sincerely now, the, lacked. The left back is Jubak. Left back is Jubak, whose name I cannot pronounce. The uh, the young Ukrainian lad. Because uh, he's missed a couple of games due to COVID, and Decore is close to return, so he's a maybe. But Gray's out, Godfrey's out, Mina's out, and Delphi's out. So you know, Mina and Gray are big losses. Yeah, um, because look, Gray's and been it, there. Gray's probably in, their best player this year. In fairness to Hassan Hootel, he's got Southampton playing pretty decent stuff at the minute. They're a good side to watch, and I like Borja up front. I don't know what Chelsea are going to do with him. And they've got Bednarek and Eloisi uh, both available, despite being forced off. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they've got Nathan Teller as a doubt. Who's, well, good, who's, who's been a good player for them. But yeah, Southampton, they're aside just on the quiet, you're going, shit, the 10th. Just on the yeah. quiet, they've just been gradually picking I up wonder, points. I wonder, what can you see him, Ralph Hasenhutl, at at Leicester. Um, well, Luke's just dropped. Hopefully, he'll get back in a second. But sorry, said, sorry about that. That's my internet just 
If she said Hasselhoot or Lubinos, that's off. I'm not having this conversation. No, you're, you're in the heart of the Welsh Valleys, so in all fairness, you're going to have to expect... I live uh, outside of Wrexham, so it shouldn't be that bad, but this is a common theme, bless. which is not great. Yeah, so I can't decide with Hasselhoot or whether... Is he... Part of the he's a good he's a good manager, but he has some... And now I don't ask because the squad got, but he has some absolute cracker results. He goes... Six nils, eight nils. You know, like, he, yeah, he's well, very he did really down, well with Leipzig, didn't he? He did, he did really well with Leipzig. Took them to second in the Bundesliga. I, and the players that he had have all kicked on. Some of yeah. like Naby was one of them. I don't see him going to like a Man United or a, a Chelsea or Liverpool. Uh, he probably might need to find the mid, like a side that's you're expecting Europa League that want to push into top four. Leicester? Leicester, yeah. That's, yeah. That's probably what his next step should be, is do that with a Leicester and then yeah. move up a level. Maybe but, Spurs, maybe they'll... The talk I've seen with him in the press was that he's... The length of time he's been at Southampton and in the Premier League, the pressure of the job, he needs a break. Yeah. Mm. Now, if that's the case, then he's done with England and he wants to go back to Germany and he's got his eyes fixed maybe on Dortmund. Possibly, yeah. Okay. You know, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll touch quickly on that last night. Did any of you guys watch it? I saw the highlights and I thought, wow, well, I stupid awful way. defending. Let's watch Barca. Let's watch Barca. Lazio. This might be a good game. It was dog shit, by the way. Absolute crap. Watching mm. Adama Traore run the ball up his own ass. Brilliant. <laughs> Don't know what I was thinking. Adama Traore runs down the wing, checks and puts a chippy floaty ball. No, no, he, che- he just checks and passed it back. And that was it. Oh, and, let, and let the full and let the fullback put it across it. Yeah, like, brilliant. That's worse. Knockout. Um, as then I saw a flash up. Have you seen Rangers a winner? I thought, oh, a flick over. And I thought I watched it then. And it went three. And I thought, oh, this is great. Three one. Ryan Kent for the third goal. Ah, oh, yeah. What is else, wasn't it? The kill. The, the slight killer for Rangers was conceding that second. Yeah, yeah, that was now, it. Because now, now you're going, well, Dortmund only need to win 2-0, which is yeah. not an impossible But no, answer. it's away goals don't matter. No, sorry, so Dortmund yeah. need, only need to win 2-0 to take two, extra time. Yeah, so a two-goal two gap is nothing. That's nothing. 4-1 would have been the best one, because then you're going, look, you've got to score three just to stay in the tie. Yeah, that's that, a different kettle that, of fish. That's a different kettle of fish. I still fancy Dortmund to go through. Did anyone see Jude Bellingham's post-match? Yeah, oh, no, I didn't see his post match. No, what did he say? I was like, "What a leader! Save just him! Like, Stop Liverpool! Go and get him!" He pretty get much him out of his club. He just called his team out and basically said, "That isn't good enough." But when I out of this, yeah. I can't bring Rangers on. I can't wait for it. But he's very complimentary when he said he goes like, "You know, Ibrox is one of the most iconic stadiums, and I can't wait to play it. Bring it on! We're, we're coming. We're coming to get mentality. We're coming to get through." I went, "That's what you want to hear." And you go like, "He's only twenty-one." No, no, he's eighteen. Eighteen. He's eighteen. But you spoke with that sort of maturity when yeah. that, that's impressive, you know. So he won't be there long, and wherever he ends up, I hope we do I don't see him leaving in the summer though. I, I think he'll no. leave the summer after because yeah, because no Dortmund tends to do one big Harland. sale or something. They're normally pretty good at resisting to it. Listen, money talks. You may be able to get two out of them, but genuinely they tend to do one big one, and then we are Harlands going because of the the buyout clause. They have to go. Definitely. Uh, interestingly, you see Harlan's reaction to that game. He was what watching, like, oh dear. 
can't wait till I'm leaving in the summer. Yeah. Sort Interesting of about Haaland though. Um, it's, I'm not saying no. Look, I'm not, I don't think he's coming to Liverpool, so we can. So we're, yeah. we're very quick to fans to slag off players who are never available and aren't very trustworthy. I had some sense of it. I had to Google it. Haaland's injury records on the quiet, not great. Now mm, he's very young. No. He's very young. So I, I would say to them, Gerard's injury record when he was in his early twenties wasn't great because he had a back issue, and then he was fine after that. He was pretty available all the time, so he could do that. But actually, Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On the, on the quiet, he misses a lot of games. Yeah. And they're always niggly. Especially this season. One game here, two games here. But after we look at it, they all add up. So, the interesting thing about it. Uh, anyway, I've got two on Southampton. I've got 3-1. Luke? I've 1-1. One, one. Right, Southampton are just that up and down team. Like yeah. some weeks they'll play really, yeah. really well, and then there's some teams where they'll get absolutely played off the yeah. park, and you're like, what they definitely is wouldn't on? you you wouldn't be putting them in your accumulator, would you? Let's no. be honest. Oh my god, no. Right, I mean the beauty about this weekend is we play first, so yeah. we we get the chance to put a bit of pressure on City. City click off the five thirty game against Spurs at home on the back good. of a soft. Soft performance in Europe. Yes, yeah, it was I mean, a glorified training session. But it's it's like it's like when we battered Porto five 0 Yeah, the year we were Kiev. Yeah. yeah, you know as much. You know, some people order it as a one well, of these things like Porto Sporting. It's kind of what you do, and they kind of get to the last sixteen. Um, I think Cristiano Ronaldo's mum was in the crowd watching that game as well. Yeah, because they so, were panning to her, just looking like that she was going to cry. When, yeah. And this is not me being salty because if you flip the results around, if we'd beat Sporting Five and City got a 2 0 win against Inter, I would be saying the City 2 0 win against Inter is a much more impressive yeah. result. Yeah. Because I thought all the games in Europe this week in the Champions League anyway were tight affairs. And apart from the City one was the anomaly. I mean, Bayern 1 1 versus okay. Salzburg. Mm. I mean, Bayern dominated the ball from like 72% possession or something stupid like that. But possession for the sake of possession, as we've we've talked and we've discussed it before, it's um it's it's pointless. And for me, it makes me think about the quality and depth of the Bundesliga as a whole. Yeah. Is it all it's cracked up to be? You know, because we can only judge the Bundesliga, the French League, Serie A than La Liga when they come out of their domestic leagues and take on the rest of Europe and look as good as Inter were against us we Inter didn't allow them to have a shot at goal and for the chances that Salzburg had they will be pretty sick at only scoring one yeah, yeah. they should have they got more than what we did they should have got more but, but City Spurs part of me just thinks City win at LOL because that's kind of what City do. Yeah, especially but, at yes. home against Spurs. But Conte Spurs have a decent record against them. Yeah, it's and Spurs only at home though. 
Only Spurs out, have, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Spurs have, have, have got a few big draws at City. Not many, yeah, but they've had a few. Weeks Champ- Champions League, I think the year we won the league, they got a they got a two-two. So it is possible. They've got players coming back, got a few players coming from injury, but Spurs, I just don't know what, I don't know what Spurs turns up. Do you want to see Conte's interview? Oh, basically saying we've got one percent chance of finishing in the top four. Like, I think he's no, other, I thought like it doesn't agree with the vision of was, Spurs. Was, I'm thinking. Yeah, there was another quote he said he goes, um, the club's vision is to bring in youth. Now I know what the club's vision is, which I thought you should have known that anyway. He shouldn't have like for you side, but also that's a Finley that's a dig to say I'm not getting the money I want. Yeah. yeah. Um so it's an interesting because I'm a bit like if he brings one like Conte and you've got to give him the money because that's kind of the type of manager he is. Not to criticism, that's just he is what that he is. is what he is. He is what he is. But then also part of me Conte's going, but you weren't Daniel Levy. And you saw what he did with Mourinho. So I'm a bit like... Plus he turned down the job in the summer for probably yeah. not getting the resources. And he's probably been lied to by Levy, like saying, What's okay, Antonio, Antonio we'll then, give you what you want. Please come in. And he's come in and Daniel Levy's gone, yeah, we're not going to give him what we promised him. And that only is going to end one way. He's going to blow up and then he'll leave in the summer. Do you see him ending up at Old Trafford? It would suit him financially. It would suit him better because he would get backed. But the stuff you hear coming out of Man United, I mean, yeah, I, 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 ha- I have been laughing at Gary Neville. He's going like, he goes, "Is this what happens <laughs> at other clubs? They brief other players." I was like, "Get the get biggest hypocrite in football." Yeah, Gary I'm, like, I'm like, turn your crocodile, turn your crocodile tears off. Guess what? Some of that shit did actually happen when Fergie was winning stuff. You know, players who weren't playing, it was leaked that they weren't fucking happy. Just didn't happen as often because we're like, shut up, you win the league, shut up. But you know, that's that's not a new thing. That's been going on for forever. Players who aren't happy leak it to the press, saying not me, Gov. And you, you know can tell. I mean? I mean, we there was one game there recently that we were t- we were given insight into a starting lineup hours, and I mean hours before kickoff. Like I th- I. It was the morning of the game or the day before the game or something stupid. And you just thought, that's just weird. That's shit that used to happen at Liverpool back was at that the Leicester end of the one. You might have been, yeah. But it's when, uh, it's Leicester, not... like when someone leaked their team out. And apparently, um I was talking to Callum about this. It was uh, Danny Ward that was leaking it at Liverpool. That was the real, he's at Leicester and now he's doing the same thing. Mm. Well, it was the same. It was the thing that used to happen at the end of the Rogers era, uh, <laughs> Liverpool, that we all knew the lineups well in advance. You know, it was floating around everyone's WhatsApp groups. Honest, and still- you know that, that that the end is now when you when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. We well, you, you do to a point, but then again, it's still happening now. I I still get WhatsApps and the, tell me the team live a good hour before the game. Yeah, and like an hour you can cope with because but that's it, but it, be I, I, working in I, I think it out for the game. I, I don't know how this, this just shouldn't get out. Um, no, but, but that could easily be someone printing match programs. Do you know what I mean? It could, it could be, it could be. Or the someone worst, getting a team sheet that the worst one for Liverpool was everyone knew the day before we played old, at Old Trafford that Roger's going to try three at the back. <laughs> and we probably, um, do you know what? It nearly worked. Was that the Sterling up front when he was Sterling up front? And do you know what? We lost one nil, but actually it would have worked. But United and people laugh, but if you, United and people like aren't stupid, if you see a regular team getting leaked on the internet and you're going, that's been right a few times. Anyone you'll work around it. 
we'll put it in there going, listen, the rumour is this. This rumour's been right three times. What do we do if they do that? Well, prep this just in case. We'll run it past the team. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And when it does, you go, now. there's no surprise. Well, how do you see, how do you guys see City Spurs? Because oh, I think City will, will make changes and I think he'll... No, I think City win 4-1. <laughs> oh, do you remember that, Barry? The bib, the bib theory. The bib that, theory yeah. that was good. That, that was a podcast at one point as well, I think. Yeah. Uh, the bib theory. But it was. They had to stop doing that ticket pitch because you knew who the team was. I remember that one. Um, look, my head says City win comfortably, but oh, do you know, for shits and giggles, I'll say one more. It should be fun. <laughs> do you know what, Chris? Oh, I... my, my heart is saying a 1-1. One, one. My, my head's head saying 4-0 City. 4-0. Spurs look Uh, if Spurs set up the way that they played against us at um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium then he might have a chance but they haven't played like that since they played us but even the likes of Southampton uh, you've got draws draws with City too um, still sat very deep but when they got the ball, they attacked in numbers and give City yeah. a bit of a scare. Yeah. You've got to be and listen. On another day, City beat Southampton three or four nil, and they catch mm. them on the right. You've got to be. It's a risk reward. You've got. You've got to be brave. You can't be passive against City. If you pass against City, you're just delaying the inevitable because they will find a way. So yeah. you've got to find a way of putting them under pressure. You know, especially when you annoys me when the Norwich can't do this to City, but when they're playing a centre back at left back, you should be targeting that. Because when City tried that with Liverpool, we did that and we got points off them. Yeah. And we got wins off them in Champions League to try to look at them. close to taking the lead against City, but you just knew that second they hit the post, it was like, yeah, it's not going to be their day for a shot. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you've got to be brave against it. Look, at least if, look, Harry Kane's found a bit of form, Son's back. So they have got guys who can. They have got guys who can finish. That can finish. So it's just, can you get the ball to them? Can you get, the, yeah. Can you get the ball to them often enough in the right areas? Yeah, they've got a threat going forward. There's no doubt about it. But can they keep this city out? Are they brave enough on the ball? We'll see. I've got city. They also, they also need to keep to not like push the ball <laughs> to a striker's foot because yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never seen so many ricks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> there's two more. We'll, look, there's two more games to get to. Uh, Leeds against Manchester United. It's 3-1 uh, three, uh, three, Man United. Uh, I've got 4-1 Man United. Because <laughs> It's Ellen Road, isn't it? It yeah. is, but Leeds okay. do what Leeds do all season. And look, I know they've had injuries and that, and you know, they've got a lot of kids on the bench, but they're still doing the you score four, we'll score five mentality. It's, and it's, just, it's, it's loads of teams now this year have picked them off doing this. You know, look, Everton like the Harlem go drops against them last week. It was so easy for everyone to pick them off. And listen, we can talk about United, you know, Harry Maguire and how shocking they're at the back, how they can't win games. United have got goals in them. And they've, got pace, and, they've got pe- and they've got pace in them. Yeah, Goals and pace against a, a very wide-open team, it's asking for trouble. Now listen, it might be closer because, look, they ace each other. It, it's basically a derby, so, you know, you might see a bit of taste in this in the yeah, game. I just but... don't think this generation of players get that. I just, I, I just I can't see Gary Neville, win. I think the Gary Neville era player got hmm. that rivalry. Because Leeds were a first fan, division I think, side. I think the fans still have it though. The fans still have yeah. it, but which I, just I think will make the atmosphere players. which will make the atmosphere great. Yeah. The thing is, with that atmosphere, are you gonna expect the United players to raise the level up or are you gonna expect them to crumble like they have probably most of the season when the pressure's oh, been turned on? Mm-hmm. United oh. have 
Away from home, though, it suits United. Yeah. It's still pretty decent. Away. It's actually when the pressure's at home. That's when they're, yeah. they're struggling. It's the I home record that's not as good. Away wise, three two United. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I just can't see anything but a Manchester United win. Um, love to be wrong, but yeah. Leeds are just way too open. And I mean, Leeds got a horrible run. They've got United, then they've got us, and I think they've got Tottenham. Yeah, away. So, so you that, know, you never know, they might get something out of the Spurs game. It's a tough. Run. It's still a tough run, though. You know, yeah. especially you just done Liverpool and United back to back. That's going to take a lot of energy out of you. Yeah, yeah. So Didn't do we, I think the answer up. might be off in the summer anyway. Just got that mm. feeling that he's might go taking this team as far as I can, and then that'll be a big job for someone to take in the summer. They're lucky Leeds. enough that they will. They're probably got enough to stay up, Leeds. I would think so. Yeah, I think I think they're they only three or four teams worse. Up. But yeah, I just think they've been very naive this year. They've been naive in the transfer market in the in the January window where I think they needed to do business and they didn't. And uh, I think Bielsa has been naive in the way he set sides out that he didn't he he didn't do the players that he was putting out on the pitch any favors by setting them up in a way to help them. He set them up in his way and said the players have to adapt, which is fine in theory and on paper, but. In reality, you've sides have had a, an analyst have had a season to look at you and to analyze you and to work you out, and now they've come up with plans to pull you around the park and pick you off. And pretty much most sides in the Premier League have capable players and quick players that can exploit weaknesses. Weaknesses in more sides. So, look, I just think Leeds are lucky. They'll stay in the division, but they need to have a rethink in the summer about what their plans are for, for especially going for forward. Rafi- especially, you expect Rafinha to go in the summer as well. So, yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a, a remodeling of how they play. Were Leeds more pragmatic at the back end of last season? I speak to uh, Joe from All Leeds TV. I think we'd, were, we'd looked, as I think it said, Last season, from the January to the end of the season, I think they had the the first or second best defensive record at home, and they just went a little bit more proud. Now, I'm not saying they went Burnley, Edge They didn't part the bus. They just dropped ten yards deeper and made the gaps smaller, so they just got a bit more compact. When they got the ball, they went and they yeah. went at you hard. Just off the ball, they were just that little bit more secure, a little bit more compact, and just a bit harder to break down. That's all yeah. they needed. Yeah, but. Uh, we finish up with Wolves Leicester. Two one Wolves. One nil Wolves. I've gone two nil Wolves. Purely if, simple. Uh, Leicester lose. Rogers. That's the rumor, isn't it? Goodbye. There is a rumor going around that that could well, be it for Brendan. Well, he's burying everyone, isn't he? So we were trying to work out. Plus he's falling he's... out with the director of football as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got form for that. Yeah. <laughs> But is I it a key expect Graham Potter to take that job. Like that is for me the I don't, step for him. Yeah, possibly. I wonder if Graham Potter leave Brighton because um, I think he's Dan Ashworth is leaving Brighton to go. Yeah, to Dan, Ashworth has got, Dan Ashworth has gone to Newcastle, which, which is a clever signing. I think so. Clever, I, clever signing for Newcastle. Really good signing, yeah. Because that's what the so, Newcastle needed from um, oh, yeah. the lady. The lady we've had on from um, from Newcastle. Oh, name escapes me. No, no, we have, we have a uh, Newcastle fan on the show with Kev. Oh, uh, well, Kendall. Kendall, Kendall sorry, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Kendall, yeah. She was explaining you know, how uh, behind the scenes they got nothing. 
because of what actually left them. So they've got to build a whole structure behind it. That's probably why some of the transfers have looked a bit scattergun because it has there isn't yeah. really a structure there. That's a shrewd move. That's a clever move. Yeah, that, very that's, clever move. That's sensible planning ahead. That is planning planning yeah. for where you want to be. You know, my worries are they go for someone like a Michael Edwards and you go, oh, shit. <laughs> but, you know, something like that's what they need. Yeah, I, I went 2-0 because I think for, I think Wolves have quietly gone about, I think they're, they're top of the who the fuck needs them club. Mm. You know, and that's the best. They're like, if you're watching boxing, then they're the heavyweight that's awkward and left-handed and moves and can jab and catch you at any time. And can't knock you out, but they yeah. can make you look like a muppet. Yeah, they are. They are. You they know? are the side that you would expect any top six side to beat. To beat. Yeah. yeah. But you've got to be. You've got to be on your game. As well. Haven't we been like the only top six side to beat Wolves this season in the league? Uh, and City. City beat them at home. Oh yes. Uh, yeah. I think it's only been us two. But Austin uh, City. I mean, we beat them with the last minute Rigo, and uh, City beat them with a, a late-ish penalty. Yeah. against 10 men they gave they made it difficult for City you know so yeah, I've make, been really really impressed with him coming in if you make it difficult for Liverpool and City you know what you do is yeah. other clubs do you know what I mean so you know they're, they're just really well organised and so it's far a local club. derby as well you know yeah Midlands derby um, it'd be good. I think it'd be an huge pressure on Brendan yeah it'd be an intriguing He's game crumble because the mad thing about yeah. Leicester is they've got goals in them because uh, it's, it's like just yeah. I mean, so like, he's not coped with that for Fana injury, and he panicked with Vestergaard, yeah, and that I mean, sign is not. I thought Vestergaard. I thought Vestergaard did well because I thought he was good at Southampton, but hasn't worked. Uh, Soinchu apparently is out with a knee injury. Uh, Johnny Evans that might be a positive. Yeah, Johnny Evans is just sadly he's just getting to that age where he's yeah, just, he's, he's he's getting more injuries now than playing. And but look, he's been a brilliant footballer. He's yeah. just getting to that age where it catches everyone out. So, but they've got some very good young fullbacks. Yeah. But yeah, in the, so when you have to play Ndidi at centre back, it doesn't help. Although Ricardo Pereira signed a new deal with Leicester to twenty twenty six. As well, that came out today as well. It's good, good for them because he's, he's he's a good player. You know, he's, he's, a very he's, good player. And he's come back from two very bad injuries. You know, yeah, uh, the ACL and obviously uh, the bad tackle from Morton, which yeah. we got. Yeah. Well, let's be fair, we got away. Henry, Henry the Eighth there with a great comment. Wolves are the most boring side since the one 0 Arsenal under George Graham. You're not wrong. <laughs> not but wrong. You know what? It works. That will get you into Europe. Which is what the conference. No, second. I think that's, that's what Wolves. That's what Wolves wants, isn't it? Wolves need that uh, with the agencies to go out and the Portuguese players. They get into the club and it works really well for them. I think they need to get into a European spot so they can get the next caliber of, you know. Uh, the next Ruben Neves and people like that to then yeah, take yeah. them up to get them someone who is the new Triore probably book and cross. But you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? That sort of speed person or that yeah. next level up winger, you know, that's what, that's what they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. You know, Pedro and, Neto has been a huge miss for them. I mean, he's back. He's coming back, isn't he? I mean, he's is it nearly 18 months now. Yeah. He's, I mean, I know quite a few of the fans who like him. I, I, I wouldn't touch, I wouldn't touch him with barge ball. I generally wouldn't. I'd say you've got to give no. me. You've got to give no. me. I think you've got to give me a year at Wolves to see can he get reclaimed on because it's a very bad knee injury. You know. Yes. Listen, I hope he goes back to what he was because he was a fabulous player for that. Knee he injury. was a great player to watch, wasn't he? And oh yeah. In fairness, they got the likes of Pedence as well, which I like. I love Ruben Nevis, 
And Joe Moutinho, for me, is like such a, a cultured one. centre yeah. midfielder. He's a proper cultured centre midfielder that As you it, just... I just like watching him. You know, he's it, just one of those players. Is it Kilman? Uh, the young yeah, Max Kilman. Yeah, yeah. He, he's doing well. And to be fair, he's done very well. He's someone who I thought was I thought would be shite for them has been uh, the keeper. Saar has done well because all I think yeah, Saar is Saar, Saar was the keeper when we beat him five at Porto, and he had an absolute mess. Yeah, he went through, and when they signed um, him, I was like, "Why did they sign this fella?" He, he went through the Diakos on the back of that, I think. Yeah, so I thought I, I, I had no real sort of faith in him, but you know, hey, listen, I've got it wrong. Hold my hands up. He's he's been really good from this year. Yes. Mm, so it's, um, look, it's it's an interesting weekend of football. Um, the relegation zone and the European spots are starting to take a bit of shape now. And yes. um, I think it's going to be a massive... There's This next two, three weeks, you're going to see big splits in the, in the table. And hopefully Spurs can do a job and we'll see where we are. But uh, Anfield Lark was in the chat earlier on chatting quickly about the... Um, the American fight, yeah. We all pretty much said the same that it's a pension plan, but yeah. it'll be a great fight. It'll be an interesting fight for four or five rounds, but then it's going to be a case of who's trained, who's properly trained. You know, Can has the skills to outbox Calbrook and keep him at a distance. I don't know how Brook's eye holds up. He's had such a bad injury. The second you know, Khan just dangles that chin out, Brooks got a chance because all he needs he's to got do a is chance. It's one that's why it's an interesting fight. You know, there might there is nothing on it. There's no future planning in this fight. But they're at the same age, they're at the same level, they're coming off the same kind of losses against the same caliber of opponents. Yeah. And their careers have brought them pretty much to the same level. So while I'm not gonna watch it, I am gonna listen to it on the radio. And I'll probably watch the highlights when I can find them. I'll watch the but, highlights. Not gonna be listening. To no, it. definitely not parting with cash for that. But I'll stick it on the radio. I've never seen a bad fight in the radio in my life, so I look Ooh. forward to that one. Yeah. But tomorrow afternoon, five pm, we'll just quickly have a, a a skim through this. WWE Road to Re- Road to WrestleMania is taking a deal tour to Saudi Arabia. Oh, and the we'll, just, we'll, we'll, gl- we'll gloss over that part of it because um, yeah, let's just gloss over where it's going to be held. Yeah, yeah, there's but, lots of connotation that, but it's um, you've got Ronda Rousey's coming back. She's oh, she involved. Looks, she looks, she looks made up to me there. I tell you, yeah, oh, Ronda is. Yeah, but she's definitely a draw, isn't she? You've got yeah, Reigns yeah. against Goldberg. I mean, Bill Goldberg is he's, he's old as you. Me. He's as old as you, Nikev. He is older than me. He is older than me. My God, mid fifties, a long way. <laughs> Cheeky, Cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> the chamber match. You've got Lashley, Lesnar, Austin Theory. Never heard of the guy. Riddle. Never heard of the guy. AJ Ex- Styles it, and Seth Rollins. Riddle is an ex UFC fighter. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think he got kicked out the UFC because he wouldn't stop smoking. Yes. Oh. Issues. Okay, and he failed drugs test because of it. Not, yeah. not right before, so Vince. Not, not performance answer, just what he was. No. Just. The, the only thing I say about the elimination share is it's one of the more fun stipulation matches if you like your wrestling. It's probably the best one they've yes. done since Hell in a Cell. It's a great it's just, yeah, it, it is a great concept. It's, it's got if you like Survivor Series and you like Hell in a Cell, it's a nice combination. It's a bit mad. Yeah. 
it looks like a toy. What they what they fight him, you know. But it, to be honest, it's a. I think the Undertaker is a bit like the Royal Rumble. It's a bit of good fun to watch. You know what? Just don't it like I don't take it too seriously. Take it as a bit of like tossed around. Yeah, quite well. Steady on though. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are past the watershed, children. Oh, we get away with that. Oh, uh, yes, I should have I said, rephrased that better. Yeah, I said. Yeah, I said to, to edit this. Uh, yeah, it, it's a bit of good fun to be honest. Um, I mean, the other—I mean, the, the rumor going around is—is uh, is Cody Rhodes is he going to come back to WWE? He's just left AEW. A little bit of a cloud. Uh, Ex WWE guy. You know. I think he definitely comes back. It's just a case. Of I don't what think he's going to come back in the chamber. No, I don't. I think he—he he might be like. I the think next he match. makes an appearance in Raw next week. I, I don't so. know where he fits in though, because he's not gonna. I just don't know. He's left AEW because. He wanted Creative. to be paid more than Brian, more than uh, more than Danielson, more than Punk, and wanted more creative control, more than Tony Khan was willing to give him. And I think the fact that his crowd reactions over the past few months have been coming ever more toxic. I think it was at a stage where Tony was like, yeah, we'll let you go. I think people backstage are quite mixed emotions about him leaving. Some are upset he's left. Some are like, yes, his segments were, uh, some segments of his were car crashes. His wife tend to rub people up the wrong way, but. It's interesting because someone comes out and saying she's not, she's not like that. She's just, she's very private and people assume because she's very yeah, private. She's not. Reports going up and it's, down. It's, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's all a bit of, bit of drama we haven't seen. Well, the one thing she's very good though is, um, I think she did a lot of good charity stuff with AEW. Said a lot. Yeah. I think that's what her strength was. There's a lot of yeah, behind I, I'll be honest, I don't watch AEW. You guys get it in the UK, but yeah. it's a promotion that it needs to work. This move, if Cody does go the other way, will be the first major star to go from WWE to AEW and go back. Yeah. If he goes back and he's made to look a fool of, then <laughs> AEW is a promotion. Vince thing because yeah. it's gonna go one or two ways he's gonna get forced into the title picture or he's gonna be mid-card fodder getting pinned every week i think it i think he'd do the first one to try and say look yeah. what i did something you couldn't do this is a massive opportunity for ww to go to go hey look if you're unhappy in aew you come over here and we'll make you a main event right but you know the thing is he may, he WWE may are heading I think their plans for Mania is title for title. Mm. So so it's going to be well, Brock versus Roman for the title. But yeah. how can you fit Cody in if you've got this Brock why, and Roman this, fighting for the titles? This is why there's, there's, there's rumours that they, they'll, they'll do some sort of double-handedness so Brock doesn't win it. He still goes off, yeah. still goes off to Roman to give Cody someone. Now, probably Lashley. However, which way they do it, it'll... For me, I've lost interest. I used to watch it. I was religious. Yeah, watching it up until I, I, about I, three, admit, I watch highlights. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't sit watch a full show because watching, up until about three years ago, four years ago, and then it just became stale and the same. And it, a lot of it is because of the lack of competition WWE has in the industry. And you watch any old footage. You watch any interviews with the likes of Austin Taker, Ric Flair. You know, when they do their straight interviews, they talk about 
the Monday Night Wars, they talk about the um, <laughs> rivalries between WCW. They have you have AWA, you had NWA, WCW, World Class Championship Wrestling was another one. You all, you had so many independent territories that created the competition to push everybody else along. That hasn't happened. That's been missing for way too long. I mean, so much so that you've got Becky Lynch, who is a phenomenal talent. And her match is against Lita. You know, I mean, Lita's been out of the game for But the reason for that, yeah, yeah, the reason for that is this is, these Saudi shows are uh, a glorified house. A glorified house. It's basically it's to keep yeah. the it's to keep the guy who pays the big bucks happy. I want to see a legend, a legend in it. So they put, they bring a legend back. Everyone this time it's Lita. Yeah. Uh, it's to be fair, it looks in uh, looks phenomenal for someone who hasn't wrestled for ten for ten years. So she'll yeah, it'll probably be an okay match. Um, it's got no link to the main cards. No, it'll just be. No. Uh, but so. I think once this one is done and dusted and out of the way, WWE become pretty much WrestleMania and entertaining up until WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, Formula One testing starts back next week. They unveiled most oh, I'd of the... I'd rather watch the boxing. Well, most, <laughs> of the, most, most of the manufacturers have um, released the new images of the, of their new cars. It's a whole new design. Whole new rules. And you also got Mike Massey, who was the guy who was responsible for the biggest screw job, in my opinion, since Vince McMahon screwed by heart. <laughs> in he's gone. I've got a personal feeling. I think that it was a condition that Lewis Hamilton had that if he was going to come back and race this year, that Mike Massey was replaced. And the rules that ha- around what happened in Abu Dhabi at the end of the season were changed. But I can't. Wait. I'm looking forward to the new season because the new car designs—they're designed in ways to streamline the cars so that they are—they—they've limited the budgets and they've streamlined the cars so that they are designed to pass. They're designed to be able to drive close, and that should create better racing. And that's what everyone wants: the new Drive to Survive series. Uh, for last season, the release date for Netflix is March, and I bet a pound to a penny that'll be number one in the world for series to watch on um, Netflix. When that comes out in March, that's going to be phenomenal. But look, it's been an unbelievable show. Uh, we've covered so much stuff. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Luke, uh, thank you for coming on. Where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Let's Talk Sport on YouTube. And uh, my Twitter handle is just underneath if you want to follow me on Twitter. Yeah, Luke does some great content on UFC and does some brilliant stuff with Callum uh, Sanderson on the uh, UFC watch-alongs. But he's phenomenal when it comes to combat sports and football. Yeah, and he really knows his stuff, and I hope that Luke. I hope we get to have you on again soon. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, mate. Uh, Really appreciate it. Bracky, what's, what's the story for you this weekend? Uh, nothing this weekend. Just staying inside, not getting wet. No, there's no women's football this weekend because it's uh, uh, it's all international football. But yeah, yeah. Two two big women's things. Um, Liverpool 
women's captain Nee Fahey has now got a hundred caps for Republic of Ireland. I think she's the fourth yeah. or sixth woman to do it. So fair play. You don't, yeah, you don't get many, don't get many people doing hundred caps. Cracking player as well. Nice person. And I do urge anyone of you, if you haven't seen it, uh, friend of the show Emma Sanders on the Beeb, uh, but also is on the Liverpool web, Liverpool website as well as. There is an update on Riley Foster, who is the Liverpool reserve goalkeeper. So to put this in context, Riley Foster uh, last played for us uh, September time. She uh, saved a penalty in, in, in a shootout, really, and then went away in international duty. With, sorry, this actually, she went to see friends in Sweden. And unfortunately, within five hours landing, it was in a car crash. And the way the car crashed that bad, she went through the windscreen and has seven fractures in her neck. Uh, as well as other injuries. Uh, so the poor lady has been in a, a halo. Uh, now, the good news is she's been told that the seven fractures have actually healed. Uh, so she'll be removing the halo from the 1st of March. So first positive step for her. So if you get to watch it, it's very inspirational because, you know, she's a very positive person and very motivated. We, you know, with something, with something like that, you know, I could knock anyone for six. So if you, if you guys have to say, well, you know, send her, if you can send her a message, you know, you all need these sort of things at the time. But it does remind you that, you know, life forever is a little bit short sometimes. So, listen, yeah. I'm pleased to see that she's uh, going to be soon out of uh, the halo. She'll be back in her neck brace. So, you know, first positive sets of her. So, they're the two big women's stories that are coming out at the moment. So, fingers crossed for Riley Foster. It all goes uh, well for her. Brilliant. Um, one other thing as well, our Discord, not our Discord group, our group on Telegram, the link below is in the, will be in the show description. It's a really great laugh, and it's mainly for everyone who's in the chat. Um, it's a way to keep in touch with everyone outside of the shows, and it's free. If you guys want to click on the link, put your email address in, download the Telegram app, you'll get an email, and you click on the link in the email, and it takes you through to the, uh, the chat room. It gives you an option if you... It is completely free. It gives you an option if you want to pay two ninety nine a month. If you decide to do that, that two ninety nine will go to Felicon, which is our charity, and the content is exactly the same. You're not there's no paywall or anything. But if you want to, happy days. If not, then you get the content for free. But join it. It is such a good laugh, and because there's so many people from all corners of the world, if you're up at two o'clock in the morning, and you're bored out your brains. Chuck something in the chat, and there'll be a few people in there to chat to, and you can chat football and whatever crap you want to chat about. If you want to chat about um, big bean omelette recipes that you can make in the sandwich maker, they're don't all say, in there. Don't say, don't say puddings. Oh, oh yeah, oh. black and white pudding. That's a good discussion. No, it's not. It's a horrible well, <laughs> discussion. <laughs> but listen, I just want to say thank you to all of you in the chat. Uh, if you could click the like button on your way out. Uh, Anything that you guys would like us to cover, please drop a, drop a suggestions in the chat and the comment section below would be really appreciated. And we will hope to see you all next week. Myself and Gav will be here tomorrow for the post-match show and roll on tomorrow for a three o'clock kickoff against Norwich. Sports Social Podcast Network.